Welcome back to another season of MVPs, All Things Considered, where we talk about, well, pretty much everything the paranormal encompasses. So you ready? All right, then. Let's do this. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our sponsor, Yup Gear. Is that Yup Gear? Yup. Hey, welcome back to another episode. Uh, what? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Welcome back to another episode of MVP's All Things Considered. I'm Mel, and joining me today are Paul and Evan. I'm going to start off this season, and I am choosing the 1964 Lonnie Zamora Zamora UFO encounter. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. We we briefly discussed it in season one, Evan. I don't know this if you is, remembered. It's, it's been a while. It has. But the Socorro oh landing of 1964. Now, for those that don't know, because it happened in New Mexico. And anytime you think New Mexico, you think Roswell, right? Wow. <laughs> Basically, what happened was on April 24th, 1964, it was around uh, 5.45 or something like that in the afternoon. There was a police officer named Lonnie Zamora, and he was uh, in a high-speed car chase. And while he was following this car chasing this car he saw a huge flame go up in the sky in the southwest of his location and so he called dispatch because he thought they had a dynamite shack um mine out that way and he thought that it had exploded So he called dispatch, let them know um, that he was going to be investigating it. He gets closer and he sees in the depression some sort of whitish object. And it to him from his distance, he thought it was like a an overturned car. Hang on. not what I was trying to do. And then he mm-hmm. saw two people outside. So he called that in saying he was going to investigate a, a possible car crash. However, when he gets closer to the object about, he notes that it was about 20, 25 feet high. It was kind of round. He couldn't see the people anymore. He heard two or three loud thumps like seconds apart. Then this giant roar and bluish orange flames. And then that round egg shaped like object vertically rose to the sky. The flames and the noise stopped and it shot off horizontally and disappeared over the distance. He immediately called dispatch, asked them, the dispatcher to look out the window to see if maybe they saw something in the sky. Um, But, you know, they didn't see anything. And that is known as the Zamora incident. Now, the reason why I really, really like this story was the FBI was called along with the military and unbeknownst 
to lots of people, there were other witnesses. And in the FBI files, they interviewed another witness, which they said was sober and frightened of credible reputation. He was visiting his dad. And so he went outside to tend to some noisy horses. And he saw something shaped kind of like a round butane tank, possibly about 12, 14 feet high on the ground. And it was surrounded by blue and white flames. He watched it for about a minute. The flame went out. Everything got silent. And then it disappeared. When the FBI went out to the Zamora incident, as well as his police chief and stuff like that, you know, obviously he said, I think I saw something. They go rushing out there along with the military. They found that there were uh, burn marks in the ground, indentations. Uh, It was four small irregularly shaped smoldering areas and four regular depressed areas, approximately 16 by six inches in rectangular type pattern on the ground. So something was there. I wasn't aware of the other witnesses, the uh, allegedly sober guy. Allegedly. Well, you know, what's funny is if you look in the actual statement that he gave, as well as the FBI's, um, the report that was submitted from the agent, they all, when they're giving a description of the individual who is, you know, filing the report or something, they start out about whether or not they're sober and uh, their reputation and things like that. So that that was pretty interesting to me because they do take those things into consideration because think about it, you know, think about what you're reporting. Um, yeah. And Zamora is has been known to be a man of high integrity. He had a pretty stellar reputation at that point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and that whole you know, event just, had a pretty, you know, detrimental effect on his reputation. Oh yeah. What do you mean? As in, you know, it it you know didn't it cause him to like uh quit the police force and like stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was they ridiculed him. Yeah, like everybody made fun of him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he yeah. never changed his story though. Not once. That's the interesting part. Uh-huh. Um, I, I like to add that just kind of, I don't, I don't know if I ever told you, uh, but I've actually been to the site. I've what? Uh, got photo. Yeah. I've been to the photographs where the landing spot was and where the markers are that show the four uh, impressions. And are they still there? The impressions? Yeah. 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 The well, they they got the markers are there. Of course, it's worn away quite a bit because it's it's desert, you know. But it's where they're actually located. It's in a slight kind of ravine kind of little area. I mean, it's it's. I'm surprised that he got a good look at this thing because you know it's a depression that goes. I mean, a, a ravine that drops about a good, you know. I don't know, two to four feet down in. So I don't know how tall this thing was, but. You know, when you when you go by there on the highway and you look out that way, I, I'm, I'm I'm really surprised that uh, 
uh, it got his attention. If it hadn't uh, made a roaring sound and that flame, I don't know if he would have actually realized it was there, you know? Wow. Wow. And wow. there's a, a church on the property now. Uh, we literally parked in the church parking lot and uh, kind of climbed just a little bit up and into the area. But I, yeah, I've got photos and stuff there. And what got me there, ironically enough, is I was geocaching and somebody had stashed one at the site. Shut up. So, yeah, that's that's how I found it. And uh, they've got a, a painted mural downtown, uh, not downtown, but in an area where a lot of people live. And it was a tribute to him in Alani. And um, gosh, there was a wonderful uh, amount of coverage in a book called The Close Encounters Man by Mark O'Connell that detailed what you were talking about with the witness and uh, Lonnie's story and so on and so forth. And uh, this is this is about uh, the what's the guy's name? Um, the big famous investigator that everybody knew with Project Blue Book. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. I, I blame chemo. Right. But that investigator uh, had had you know there were files and stuff that he kept and, and uh, Mark had gone through and, and dug up a lot of history on various cases and whatnot. But he, he had a, the investigator was really upset at the fact that by the time he got out there, there was so much that was, you know, getting away from him, like, you know, potential other witnesses and so on and so forth. It was a, it was an aggravating situation for him. Um, but anyway, it almost seemed like there was a, a disinformation campaign going on at the beginning of that before he could get there. This guy was kind of heading off, you know, heading everything off at the pass and talking to Zamora, et cetera, et cetera. And um, by the time the investigator got out there, he was kind of pissed off about a whole lot of things because a lot of it was downplayed or dismissed. Interesting. Interesting. Now, to be fair, I'm going to tell you guys that at the time the military uh, was contacted um, and the military uh, stated that their there was no military exercise and neither incident had anything to do with any activities that the military was doing. Now that was the military statement. Um, however, I'm not going to lie. There's, uh, there's been some alternative explanations. One was it was a testing of a lunar landing device, landing device yeah. by the white sands yeah. missile range. Um, another one was that it was a prank. By, from students of New Mexico Tech. And in fact, um, there was the, I think it was the pres- that time the president of New Mexico Tech, Sterling uh, Colgate, stated that the object was actually a candle in a balloon and it was a hoax. Yeah. What the you know? fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing really sophisticated. It's a candle in yeah. a balloon. Yeah, like I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. It's simple. You guys can't tell that? What a fuck. And then last but not least, it was, um, there's a UFO skeptic, Stuart Campbell. He's adamant that what Zamora saw was almost certainly a mirage of the star Canopus. Right. Really, just yes. a fucking mirage. It's a mirage out in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. And a to trained be observer, involved. yeah, yeah, okay, and sure. a mirage left the burn marks, yeah, because that's what mm. they do. That's right. Those impressions and stuff. 
Yeah. Now, J. Allen Hynek. That was the investigator. I'm sorry. That's okay. the guy you were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I'm, I'll play devil's advocate a little bit and okay. say that the thing that worries me about this story or bothers me, I guess, is the flames. He's got a burning in his bottle. He's got a fire. He's got a flame coming out of his butthole. God's going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. Where in what time have you ever heard of any other UFO sighting or story that involved the craft producing fire as an as an acceleration? Um, I've read of a couple and I want to say one of them. Ah, there's so many and they're bleeding together here. But there's I know there's a couple that have had that effect and they were i want to say missile shaped you know wingless missile shaped type craft that was uh ejecting that kind of a, an exhaust out one end of it you ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole your butthole will be flaming and you will not be able to sit down until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and there'll be people walking around all over america with flames coming out of their butthole ah! lightning bug got a flame coming out of his butt and all flames shooting out of their behinds you're gonna see the power of god flame of fire is gonna come out that butthole that's interesting i haven't i hadn't heard of any of those and there's another one that's uh it was supposedly an airship is what it was referred to as and i want to say it was the 1890s and the craft actually ended up crashing and supposedly a small body was recovered and buried I want to say it's in a town. I want to say maybe Texas, uh, but in a town with a letter A, Aurora, I think, Mm -hmm. is where it was at. You might be able to Google that. But anyway, that was the other one that comes to mind. I think that one had flame coming out of it, too. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Uh, Yeah. Me, too. I'm also thinking that. Let's all say it at the same time. Why do we have to say it if you're thinking it? You're going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. Now, was that possibly because it was crashing? It, it could be. I don't know. I mean, that could be part of the problem and why they landed it in the first place. I don't know. I, I just thought it was also interesting that it was him and the other witness was both described this object as being like kind of like a round, like egg shape. And when I think of UFOs, I think of flying saucers. Yeah. But this was like a flying egg or a flying yeah giant gas tank that's interesting because i'm wondering was aurora about, texas Sorry. about the aerodynamics of it but to be honest i don't give a shit it could be shaped in the you know could be in the shape of a pig i still think it's cool <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean hmm now the his life and came again, he had a really stellar reputation. You know, he was kind of mm-hmm. like one of those sticklers. In fact, yeah. the kids hated him because he was a stickler for law and order and the rules. And I think mm-hmm. that plays a part in something because you know what? He wouldn't pull some shit like this out of his ass. If you're like one of those kinds of sticklers, because I always imagined people like that have no imagination. I want to say Lonnie, I'm a dick, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry just, about that. <laughs> he, he was he he was tortured with this information because he didn't he didn't ask for the event to happen. You know, his his whole attitude is, you know, I saw it, I reported it, and I 
I sometimes wonder, should I have because of all the shit I've had to take since then? Yeah. Didn't he eventually yeah. get to a point where he didn't even want to talk to uh, yeah. anybody from the military? He didn't want to talk to anybody hunting UFOs. He never said, you know, he it was like a flying saucer or anything. He just reported what he saw. So That's even though he loved being a police officer, he eventually quit and decided to manage a gas station because he was just so over it. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. I know he, he lived to be like 76 years old and he died from a heart attack, not from a UFO. Yeah. No, <laughs> not, not from a UFO. He didn't no. get abducted by aliens. No, they did not poke his pooper. Oh, that's mm, oh. How'd that sound? So long. I didn't know that they have that landing site or whatever. Yeah. Alleged, yeah. alleged Evan. See how I use that word? Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know that they had it marked. Now, is there room? Is it true that it, the area is radioactive, or it's rumored to be radioactive, or what? I I don't know about that, but I know that was a concern that Heineck had when he investigated, and why he was so pissed off because he couldn't get get out to the site fast enough because he wanted to run those kinds of tests, and you know it could have greatly diminished by the time he got out there. Whatever. Cover up. Holy shit! Maybe it's a conspiracy, like in the X Files. Roswell style. Exactly. There's a conspiracy here. A dark, vast conspiracy that may just go all the way to the top. Yep. So, government cover, cover up. Cover up. There, I hear there conspiracy. Is a, there is an additional piece of information that was kept from the public but was <gasps> obtained during the investigation and Ooh. was used later on for other people that were claiming to be witnesses who possibly if they knew this information then they would uh the investigator Heineck knew it was legit and that was the symbol that was spotted on the side of the craft what's what i want to know i'm sorry i i shouldn't have said anything i let the cat out of the bag no um yeah there was a uh a sig uh a, 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 a design that looked almost like an arrow pointing skyward with some kind of line going over the whole thing it was it was just a weird design that he was uh notating but not sharing publicly with other people because one he wanted to see you know again for comparison to people who claim they were witnesses as well compare the stories and uh two if this thing turned up somewhere else it might be the same craft so that he kind of kept that as uh, something to check for if anybody else reported any other sightings in the area or even maybe even other states where this thing could have come back down or landed again in a different spot. Wow. And who told him about this symbol? Yes. Lonnie? Lonnie did, huh? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it, was a, it was a very simplistic design. It was easy to remember, and that's what he wrote down in the report. It was just early testings of the Amazon delivery drone. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's Pretty right. much. Ooh. Now, what about the, you know, what is lost in this whole story is what about the two things that he said that he described them as really small people and what he <laughs> thought was small figures and looked like white coveralls? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> there were just, loompas out there. I think That's of it. Teletubbies. Teletubbies. Hello. Oh, no. It's too late. 
It's there. It's in your brain. You can't unsee it. Yeah. If you raise yes. kids, you are damaged. Yes. <laughs> Take that. I watch that damn show. Oh yeah. There's. there's so, what do you think about those little the little humanoid creatures? Uh, you know, outside this craft. That's what's crazy. Maybe they're just like, oh man, do we have a flat? You know, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. You're like, hey, check this out. Flame. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, supposed to work like that. Fucking wool yeah. drop's got a leak in it. <laughs> that could have been <laughs> somebody forgot to close the door or something. Um, yeah, that's I think they reacted the way uh most people would in that situation oh shit we've been spotted you know get back in the ship let's find another place to land yeah because i mean at the time he thought it was an overturned vehicle a car crash yeah yeah so why would he make that up when he called because he called that in real time yeah he'd never seen one before so that's just kind of how it came across yeah got these why do you think they just like you know packed their shit up and Dip the fuck out! Why didn't they like be like, "Hey, bro, you got a you know tire iron over there? Right. You got some jumper cables?" Does this ever yeah. happen to you? <laughs> got any galactic spanner toolkits? Uh, Maybe, no. I, yeah. But for real, like, why? Why do they, you know, just dip out? Why wouldn't they, you know, in, you know, introduce themselves? Like, hey, you know, we're from another fucking galaxy. Well, I know it's going to sound crazy, but they did that in California. That's that's for a different time. But anyway, uh, what? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the we same Teletubbies? A... Not quite. Okay. But um, yeah, yeah, they've no. done that. They've already done that. <sighs> So wait, like, are you being genuine or is this a joke? No, no, no. This is actually something. It was funny. There's an interview. Oh God, I would really just be talking forever about this. This is a different show. But the short of it is, uh, it was recorded uh, that there was going to be a landing at a military base. I want to say California. This was recorded on video. In fact, some of this was gonna. Well, the whole thing was supposed to supposed to be used for a documentary and then at the last minute the person putting the, together the documentary uh they got dumped and they got pissed off and they were able to put something together and there's some footage of this thing coming in but then that's it you don't get to see it land you don't get to see the occupants come out and they literally left the ship on the runway and rode in a military vehicle back with uh, two or three people and where they went from there, I never knew. But, so a meeting did take place, but and and people know about it, but there's not enough information there to go ooh ah. Or... Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Now, yeah. in the uh, Agent Burns's report, he did some investigating into Officer Zamora. He made mm-hmm. it. Uh, a specific specific <laughs> I always had top problems with that word uh, note in there that it may be noted that has been the yes. observation of Agent Burns that Officer Zamora known intimately for approximately five years is well regarded as a sober, industrious and conscientious officer and not given to fantasy. 
He's all, he was noted to be perfectly sober and somewhat agitated over his experience. Hmm. Gives you <clears throat> so in other words, he wasn't a loony. Loony, loony, loony. He wasn't a weirdo. He wasn't someone who's been known to just say, hey, you know, here's yeah. another one. I've been visited. Yep. Been watching these suckers for years. Yes. All uh, I think of is like Independence Day. Like the dad, he wasn't like <clears throat> that. Oh, me? Uh, well, I'm uh, <clears throat> Russell K, sir. Uh, and uh, after Nam, I uh, got into uh, crop dusting and... Uh, been doing that ever since. On a uh, personal note, sir, I'd just like to add that uh, ever since I was kidnapped by aliens 10 years ago, I've been dying for some payback. And I just want you to know that uh, I won't let you down. So, hmm, this is my one of my favorite stories. Uh, and I'm about... Go ahead. I just realized, uh, I remember that place uh holloman air force base that's where the landing took place and i want to say around 70 71 something like that is when this all went down what? Into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly so yes. i am very well aware of the skeptics points on this and how all of the various alternative facts explanations to this mm -hmm. incident Yes. Quite frankly, I don't give shit. <laughs> I do <laughs> not. I believe Officer Zamora. He saw what he saw. The Teletubbies were there. We were visited. Oh, yeah. My bubble has not been burst. Yeah, yeah this is one of the ones that holds up for me. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool story. It is. So take that, shove that in your bungholes because I'm buying it. <laughs> Who's up next week? Uh, that's a good question. It's not me. Mm. <laughs> mm. Paul, so you're up. Got the, I'm up, okay. Yes. All right. So let me say this. Well. So next week, Paul, it will be your turn. Yes. You have the option. You can tell us ahead of time so we may dig, or you can surprise us on the spot. And we'll see. Hopefully. Uh, okay. It better be a good one, though, man. Better be good. Oh, well, you know me. I've always got tons of crazy, silly shit to talk about. So this is very true. This is it's very true. like you. It is. <laughs> so I guess that's that wraps up this episode. And mm. Evan, What's I'm up? taking away the closing from you. Yes. Cool. Paul. Huh? Close it out. Close it out. <clears throat> yep. Okay, well. Whether you believe us or you don't believe us, we don't give a shit. This special season is brought to you by wonderful people. See you. Bye. 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 All righty then.